Ladies and gentlemen, TBE typically stands for the best ever. But now, over the offseason, we learned that TBE in Florida State fandom means the Battle's End. And today, we have one of the members of the Battle's End, Mr. Max Moody, a.k.a. one of my best friends, a.k.a. the greatest girl that I know, today on today's show to talk more about TBE, the Battle's End, and how he's able to facilitate, help out, and basically help guide FSU back to the mountaintop. All that more on today's edition of Locked on Seminoles. Max, let's ride. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Drake here, and today in the stream yard, I got the homie, the playboy, my, my friend, my best friend himself, Mr. Max Moody. Maximus, looking good looking. Not much, man. Not much. As you can see, I'm in the hotel. Uh, we're going to talk about Battle's End, and you know, it's uh, the, the, the real work there is done by people much more capable, much smarter than myself. Uh, I'm just happy to help out where I can, but still got, still got a day job, you know, still got a job I care deeply about and grateful to do. And, uh, that puts me on the road sometimes. So y'all are getting the inside view of a hotel while you get an inside look into the battles. End. And you still look wonderful, even though you're not in the command center back over in Georgia, I won't say the city, but you know, folks, y'all know you follow him on the gram or on Twitter, but Max enough of where you're living at enough of where you're hanging out. Let's talk about TBED, the best to ever do it, AKA the battles end. Now, I wanted to ask you specifically, what attracted you to help, I guess, start this out or sorry, assist with the development of this great organization? Was it, you know, player retention? Was it specifically NAL giving opportunities to these kids? What made you so attracted to this? You know, so it, it wasn't anything about that at first, right? It, it, I I was made aware that this was happening and, you know, I, I basically said, hey, if I can do anything to help, let me know. But it wasn't anything different than how I've always approached it, you know, with Florida State. I, I love this school. I love this program. You know, I my family's had season tickets since before I was born. I mean, you know, I've growing up, we'd go to at least four games a year. A lot of years we'd go to all six or seven home games. Um, even living in Washington, DC for five years, I would still make it back for, you know, two or three games. Uh it, it's just, you know, it's it's just always been something that I think has been a, a source of community for me, right? And anything I can do to to help grow that community and, and help provide that for other people, I've always wanted to do. So it's kind of a dream come true. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to get to help grow this program. And, and what this program needed at the time, we're talking late November, early December, was to be more competitive in the NIL space to uh, retain a large portion of our roster. And, you know, again, I'm not the funder of it by any means. You know, I'm not the head honcho of it. That's that's Ingram Smith, the CEO. Um, and there's a whole great team behind him. But you know, just getting to help in a small part. Again, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. And it was about helping Florida State. But to your point, man, it, it's it been really cool to provide the opportunity for these athletes. Yes, NIL is going to keep changing and evolving, but these kids aren't like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like they've become, you know, lottery winners overnight or anything. They're just, they're finally able to earn money for the service that they provide in an equitable fashion. And, and it's really cool to see. And not only that, I think the biggest thing about NL and why I was so attracted to it even before it kind of became into law back in 2021 
was that it gives the kids not only the opportunity, but it also helps people around them, help them take the most advantage of those opportunities they weren't originally afforded and honestly should have been afforded because of their actual skill set, actually, at the know if they're playing. So I kind of want to ask you, how has this been able, I guess, how have you seen through your eyes and through your participation with uh, the battle and you're seeing these opportunities being given to the student athletes. So, yeah, man, you know, a, a big philosophy point at the battle's end is we go beyond the paycheck because if you've been following the space, you know that most major power five schools have donors that want to write checks to win football games. And we could probably do that, but our philosophy is not to just, again, pay a kid money and, you know, have him perform because he's paid a salary. Now, obviously we can't do pay for play. I'm not accusing any other schools of that, but what I am saying is that, you know, we're trying to help these kids unlock their potential both personally and professionally, right? Try to help them learn how to be who they're going to become and, and how to make the most of it. Look, the reality is this athletes don't live normal lives. I mean, they just, I've never been a power five D one athlete but their life is different than all of ours. No one ever stops me on campus asking me for an autograph. The ones that you go sure? on to play on Sunday, yeah, right? You sure about the, that? I, don't know. I remember if you, you as Rush here, was a little bit different. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the ones the ones that go on to play on Sunday, they're, they're going to have sums of money that are frankly incomprehensible to the average person. So we want to set them up for success with all of that going on in their life and use you know the network, frankly, of Florida State alumni that can help teach them these things or people that maybe aren't Florida State alumni, but just genuinely care about the kids. So uh, our approach to NIL is has been very much about the development of the student athlete. You know, the, the coaches take care of them on the field. We're trying to help them off the field. And, you know, yeah, it's been it's been cool to get to also see them talk about, you know, maybe some things that they get to buy with their own money for the first time, because, you know, they're 20 year old kids who will have them like this may be their first paycheck. So that part's kind of neat, too. I mean, it's pretty dope and also stuff that you're actually able to help the kids, you know, like experience. Like I know that you guys sent uh, Jordan Travis and Trey Benson actually to the Super Bowl um, a few short weeks ago. And then I remember I think I saw that there was a trip that you facilitated for uh, Jared Verse, Fabian Lovett, Cam Deloach. And I forget there's one more kid's name. Actually, I think went down. To no, the- it, it, yeah, it, was just, it was just it was just the three of them. Uh, and, and Kaylin's sister came with. We sent them to the Congressman John Lewis uh, Foundation or I guess inst- Legacy Institute's. Uh, Memorial Gala in Atlanta. It was at the Porsche Experience. Um, and, you know, I, I got to talk to him and it wasn't just showing up for no reason. You know, again, that back to my earlier monologue, it's really important that we are doing things that A, are impactful, but B, are important to the kids that way, or the young men, I'm sorry, important to them. That way they're, you know, able to be passionate about what they're doing. So uh, at that gala, you know, John Lewis was part of the the Freedom Riders in Alabama um, before it was a congressman. You know, I got to stand there with Fabian and, and Kaylin and uh, Jared, and they got to see a restored version of the Freedom Rider bus. They got to sit on it. You guys can see the, the pictures on social media. They don't, they don't really do it justice. I mean, they got to meet with the mayor of Atlanta, and they got to meet so many people who care so passionately about the civil rights cause. And that's an opportunity that Frankly, I don't think any other NIL organization is providing to to their young men. So, yeah, that's that's the first of many. But we're looking to do more stuff like that with our guys. As a former compliance officer, that was kind of our thing. And that's why I love what you guys are doing, that you're helping prepare them for the next steps after college. Because a lot of places, schools in particular, aren't very good at helping their alumni, whether it be athletics or students as a whole. So to me, what you guys are doing and bridging the gap between you know, the adult world and basically being you know, going being out to Wild West from college is basically something that no other organization right now is actually doing. 
Yeah, and it's not just athletes, right? That's kind of the last thing I'll say. I I I implore people to try to remember when you were in college. I mean, there's a lot you don't know about the world and you don't find out till you get there. So anything that we can do to help these young men or, you know, you know me, like really anybody, like whether it's an undergrad looking to go into consulting or it's someone that's going into politics and wants to pick my brain, finds me on LinkedIn, um, you know, any kind of clarity that I can help or can connect you with someone that can help provide it. It's a very, uh, you know, it's 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 important because we all got to where we are because we had someone kind of giving us a roadmap, right? And um, hopefully, we can just be, you know, one of one of the many cartographers giving these guys their uh, their roadmap to success. There is the Max Moody wordplay cartographers. It only took us 10 minutes in today's episode to get to that, but it's also 10 minutes into our first sponsor for today's show, and that is our friends over at the FanDuel Sportsbook, folks. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one, numero uno, sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and even threes drained. Look at the Miami Heat. Kevin Love just got signed. El Gringo Bandito from over from Cleveland coming down. I'm I'm stoked. Holly, Stacy, they're all stoked. So don't miss out today. Get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. Once again, that's fanduel.com slash locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Make every moment matter more with Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Max. We are back. We are rock and rolling. We want to thank each and every single one of you for being us, Locked On Seminoles, your first listen each and every single day. As always, five-star reviews in Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Now, Max, you were formerly on the show. We were Knowles yeah. Anonymous, then Locked On. You did some of executive brief for a while, and now you are helping out with the Bowels End. I want to ask you, how has this opened your eyes into the dynamics of basically maybe not really really recruiting, but how the transfer portal works or how administration works or even how a football program works when it comes to basically you being the TBE and going away from the journalism side. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really interesting, but again, you know, we, we view ourselves very much as a, almost a startup mentality where we're trying to find sustainable ways to, to keep this going. And we're opening our website today. I hope each and every one of you will, will visit and contribute. We, We'd love to have you part of the family. I mean, we're going to do a lot of cool stuff and there will be some pretty cool benefits and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, we're very much focused on not just being a collect donations, give out money. I mean, we want to find actual revenue generating opportunities for these these young men, ways that they can actually grow their brand, help them build sustainable income streams. Um, so. I guess uh, what I'm saying is I, I've been pretty focused on it from a business perspective, not as much mm-hmm. nuts and bolts football. I mean, as you know, until the recent Florida law change, we couldn't coordinate at all with the football team or the coaches or the boosters or uh, anyone there. We're, we're still trying to understand that law. So we haven't really changed much yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'll put it this way. It's, Florida State is is not in the trouble it used to be, and and I can now confidently say that I think a lot of people were rightly so concerned about would we fall behind in NIL, and um, I, I don't think that that's that's at risk of happening anymore as long as we're able to keep uh, sustaining the momentum we've sustained and we get all of all of you fine folks as part of the battles and family. 
So then how do how can people actually show their support? Because now the website, as you're saying, it is launching today. What do you want folks to kind of know and understand? Like, how are they actually able to help the battles and achieve their ultimate goal? Sure. Yeah. So, so go, folks, go to thebattlesend.com. Uh, you'll see the join the family page because it is important to us. I mean, look, we're a family. Florida State as a community is to me one big family. I mean, there's there's family members I'm not all that close with that are also Seminole fans, and you know, those twelve times a year, it, all the animosity is gone, and and we want to make sure that everyone in the community feels that. So, uh, there's various levels you can sign up at, recurring donations. There's various benefits, things like that. Um, we don't need to, you know, you can see it on the website, thebattlesin.com. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, look forward to having you all be part of the Battles in family. Why, I guess, TBE specifically, your main focus was, and from the beginning, on player retention. Is there a reason why specifically uh, TBE actually focused on that aspect? Because it is different. I know the transport well, is a big thing, and I was another big thing as well. Why was player retention the most important factor for you guys from the get-go? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually glad you brought that up because this is kind of one of the one of the one of the myths that sort of percolated in the space and been you know just become a truth, even though it's not a. It isn't. Here's the thing, man. We're focused on retention because that's all a an NIL organization can do. We are not allowed to enter deals with high schoolers. We are not allowed mm -hmm. to that's use right. NIL as an inducement for transfers or for high schoolers. I mean, it, it's a very cut and dry law and we follow the law. So, you know, there's been this idea that, oh, well, TBE is, you know, Battle's End is uh, retention and, you know, Rising Spirit will be high school recruitment. No, there, no NIL organization is focused on recruitment. Now, if we build a strong, sustainable NIL organization that A, can make sure players are maximizing the value of their personal brands and B are getting a much more enriching experience as a student athlete because of the other benefits that we are able to provide to them. Will that pay dividends on the recruiting trail? Possibly, but we're not allowed, nor will we directly ever try to make that link. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. But folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with Max afterwards, a word from our sponsors. All right. So Max, TBE came strongly, strongly, I guess, into the offseason with a statement. And that was your first priority was securing the retention of one Mr. Jordan Travis. Your boy. You're the you've been the president of the J Trav fan club, the J Trav High Forever. since day one. We called him a gamer. We had Eric Cresser, his former QB coach, actually on this program two years ago. I'm gonna find the video so actually we post the video online for y'all to use. So overall. When you see the way this roster is constructed with the players you've retained, and I'm, I'm assuming also that you met some of these players with TBE, such as a Jerry and Jones, a Joshua Farmer, a Robert Scott. So how do you feel about the players coming back? How do you feel that them coming back is able to actually put FSU in a prime position to also not only compete for the conference, but also be a potential CFP dark horse for the season? Because quite frankly, this is the most exciting it has been to be an FSU fan in a very long time. Look, I, I, I won't mince words. I think you have a potential championship team on your hands. Now, do I think this team is, you know, it's, it's again, it's like the little giants, right? Where they're like, hey, if you had to play them 100 times, they might win 99, but you got to win one. I, I think this team, yeah, maybe Georgia beats them a lot, right? They're the gold standard right now. But do I think that out of 100 times this team, there's any team that they lose to 100 of those? Absolutely not. In fact, out of 10 times, I don't think there's any team in the country this team is going to lose to more than seven or eight times, right? And that's that's high praise coming from me. Y'all know I'm an analytics guy because 
not very long ago, I would have said there were several teams in the country and not much longer before that, I would have said there's a, a longer list than we'd like to admit of teams in the country that you lose to 10 out of 10 times. And that is to say this team can beat anyone on any given day, especially if everything's clicking. So yeah, I, I think you have a potential championship team on your hands. And I'm not just saying that because of the affiliation. I mean, you look at the depth you're returning, you look at the coaching that you're returning, you look at the cultural buy-in that you have in that locker room, you look at the preparation they're going to be able to do, like we talked about earlier this week, uh, in spring practice and in fall camp because of the depth they return. And then you look at the complementary pieces that have come through the transfer portal, and you can't help but be over the moon about this team. You really can't. I mean, not only that, I feel... I mean, I listened to the interview with uh, Brendan and El Jefe de los Jefes, Mr. Ingram Smith, actually the other day, and it does feel like it finally has everyone is on the same page. It's in alignment that we all look good as a unit. As a From unit. admin to TBE to the program, the players, the coach. It just feels like the stars are almost there to alignment. And now all we need to do is play some damn games. But Max... As always, it's great to have you on. Please let the folks know where they can follow you, follow your work, or if you want to plug in some of your TBE players, plug in their work as well. Yeah, folks, make sure that you follow uh, The Battles End on Instagram. We uh, unfortunately had to switch it up a little this week, but every Wednesday we've been doing a Day in the Life Takeover series. So we've had like Johnny Wilson, we've had um, Tatum Bethune, and we had one other. I, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Hikey Williams. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Hiking Williams, we had a at the boy game, game bro. Come on now, and, and Johnny Wilson. So now, bro. I know we, we've got the next two months of them scheduled out. So every Wednesday, there's a, a day in the life takeover. You get like a real cool look into like what a student athlete does every day. Um, Y'all can also find us on Twitter at the Battles End for uh, for updates there. And again, make sure you go to thebattlesend.com, join the family, see what it's all about, and yeah, go Knowles, guys. It's it's a really exciting time to be a Seminoles fan. So. Uh, Drake, thanks for having me, man. I will I will take us home by saying I'm Max. That was Drake, and I miss saying this. This was Locked On Seminoles. Take care, everybody. Hijacked that one for you, but I had to. I know you did. I know.